and my thoughts on who they are to be a dad. Started with my thoughts on hoodie or to be announced. The first. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a way to start the podcast. <laughs> my thoughts on hoodie and the blowfish. That'll probably get some clicks though. <laughs> People be like, hoodie? They haven't thought about them in forever. Hey man. Oh no, nah, hoodie still gets plays in people's rides. Okay, hey, hoodie. Just shout out, shout out the <laughs> I just want to say shout out the Y'all see that TNP skit? He'd be like at the concert tomorrow, Hootie! That's just a band name. Nobody's name is Hootie. Like, Hootie! Until I die, Darius's name is Hootie. Am I one of the minorities who never watched Key and Peele? No. They're minorities. Because I never watched it either. First off, y'all both are It was made for Thomas. It, that show is absolute greatness. Oh, if y'all ain't know, by the way, peoples, this is. Hey, it's gonna be a wild one tonight because it took me that long just to get to that. So you know it's about to be wild tonight. Off the rails. Hey, finna get it's the 90s, so we're finna get it. You know, all of us are alive. It's the greatest decade of time. If you like what to call me, baby, just go ahead. I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this much. What I would enjoy very much is if we if I could go back in time just for like two weeks to like the duplex. But like maybe like 98, right before we moved to the house, when Chris used to be like, all right, we'll pop in these VHSs and we'll watch all these Good Times episodes and then we'll watch Belfield's Cop. And then me and Rachel would go hoop yes. at the park across the street yes. and then we'd come back and watch more cartoons. And it was like right before Chris had to actually get a job. So we still stayed down here for the whole summer. And then me and Reggie and would the CD player day. had the new DMX CD in it. Oh, I'm telling you. And that was um, that was the best back then, like when uh it would just be us at the house chilling all day, talking about when you need insurance, you need insurance depot. Like, come on. I'm talking about... And let me and Chris time. talk about the greatest part of that summer. Because that was that's that summer is one of the greatest years of my life. Really? I remember that summer. And what it also involves... What I'm talking about, Chris... <laughs> Talking about one of the greatest real world seasons ever in New Orleans, Shotty. What was my man's name? What was David? Was it? It was David. Was it? <laughs> See, <And> that's, <laughs> that's the difference. That's the difference in ages, right there. Because when they would do that, and they, I'll be like, y'all are on some stupid shit. I'm gonna go watch. You know, yeah, you never used to watch the real world. No, what did he say, Reggie? I know you used to all those thugs. What do you say? How was he saying? I know you used to how you treated all those thugs you've been with, but come on, be my baby tonight. <laughs> but for the record, I did not. I did not like Real World. It was dumb. I liked Road Rules. There was challenges, actual difficult things to do. Back when that was the real thing. Oh man! And got to squeeze in N sixty four, and you got to squeeze in you know Genesis. Uh, what was the, the WrestleMania on the Genesis? Shout out Shawn Michaels and Lex Luger. Just used to crush niggas in that game all day. Uh, including Reggie. He used to hate it. Couldn't use the pillowcase. Used to always pose on him when I was with Shawn Michaels. Oh, miss those days. Sonic, 90s were great. 
I just miss the videos, man. I miss coming home from school, Rap City VO. Friday nights was all about the video sold top 20 countdown. Then your old TV raps. Then you wake up with the cow. I, I just miss that era, just coming home, being excited to watch videos. And now it's what like. about uncut? Oh, see, that was more of the 2000s right there. By the way, if y'all ain't know, it is your boy Chris, a.k.a. Play. <laughs> oh, wow. We ain't got to that. A.K.A. Not Frodo. Okay, and it's Rich. A.K.A. Rich! Exclamation point. A.K.A. Nigga might be Frodo. And it's your boy Thomas. A.K.A. Uh, Mr. Wednesday Night. A.K.A. Lance Archer, Murder Hawk Monster. A.K.A. Uh, got some good news. So... Your boy earned his associate's degree in science, arts uh, and sciences or whatever. So okay. I was really happy. I went to get my class schedule to see what I needed to like take so I can sit down for all that stuff. And they were like, oh, you should do these four business classes to get your business degree. And that, in my head, that meant, hey, if I don't want the business designation, I just want the regular degree. What kind of classes do I need to take? And they were like, you just need to click this like apply to graduate button and then you can get your associate's degree. And I was like, I'm going to do that. And then I'll worry about the rest now, after that. But now you boys are trying here trying to get like a real job, being like, yo, I got a little degree, so I ain't working no like cashier job, no BS. Hey, I'm very happy about that. Some, can you put some claps in the background, uh, Reggie in there? Yeah, did you hear that, CJ? Oh, your, uncle, your uncle Thomas got got a degree when he was 31 years old. MDK. CJ, don't be like me. MDK. Get your degree early. Yeah. I'm just gonna say this right now. Get your degree early, CJ. Taryn, if you're listening to this. You better get your degree on time. I don't, talk, I don't hear no nonsense with you. You better be in school, doing work, all of you. Every single one of you. And Mike your Uncle Jones, Thomas is paying for it. That's not, I mean, a, a different Uncle Thomas, maybe. How <laughs> 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 more Thomas is out here? Okay. Hey, I mean, you might be looking at Uncle Sam helping you pay for that. That's why I'm saying stay in school. But yeah, everybody, I just want to let everybody out here listening, you know, I hope everybody goes back to school, gets your degree. It's all good. Uh, you're never too late. I was not even the uh, oldest person in my class for the record. Uh, so never too late. I thought about going back and then I didn't. You know, you better go back now, Chris, before it's too late and you don't even know what's going on. And you're going back and like, hey, kids, did y'all listen to that new Prince album that dropped? And they're like, what's a Prince? And you're going to be like, this mother. I was going to go back to school. Speaking yeah, of which, I got Prince. <laughs> Prince definitely has a new album about to come out again. God bless that man for Stop it. I'm sorry to you. He made like an extra 90 albums. No, I'm talking to his family. Oh, (laughs) it's mean. Let that man release his music. And that man is not releasing any music. He put it in his will release this music at this time. I bet you ain't say that when you slap that pop smoke. Yeah, that pop smoke. Hey, that biggie. My thoughts you know, on the pop things. smoke are never to be announced. <laughs> All right. Well, since we're already off the rails, why don't we get the sermon out the way so we can try to hey, get I told this. you one of them nights. Thanks to Reggie. <laughs> Thanks to Reggie. Thomas just spent 30 minutes talking about. That's okay. true. That's true. Thanks to both of y'all. Here we go. Shout out to Jay-Z. Hey, man. From public service announcement, I figured what the topics for tonight this will fit. And I quote, 
So that's what I'm going to do. Take you back to the dude with the Lexus. Fast forward the jewels and the necklace. Let me tell you dudes what I do to protect this. I shoot at you actors like movie directors. Saying the movie, dog. I don't care. <laughs> do, 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 do. See, if Jay-Z put a little bit of that in his music, I might actually listen to it more often. But I'm not a biter. I'm a writer. Uh, anyway, so speaking of Jay-Z in the 90s. Number one. We're gonna take not even on the list. <laughs> we're gonna continue our series that you guys have been listening to, and uh, I think maybe we might get some white people in Chris's list now. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. So we're moving on to the nineties. Uh, oh, full disclosure, man! I like white people. Nope. Full nope. disclosure. Full disclosure. Chris does not. He like painting this as racist. Like just just full disclosure. Uh, my brothers do not like Caucasians. I want all of you to know that listening right now. Like, to anyone listening, my brothers don't like you. There's one exception. Don't make me at, listen. There to, look, if you know how many... If you know, hold on, time out. If you know how many... You're racist. If you, now, I will say there are two Who's massive that? exceptions. I'm Jeremy used that against me, like I know for the law. <laughs> I know. I was gonna say there's two exceptions that Steph and my mom, and I was like, I'm definitely gonna leave Jeremy off that list if he gets salty. <laughs> like, anyway, no, we're doing the '90s. I'm not explaining it. You've listened to this already. You know what we're doing. We're gonna start with. Oh man, <laughs> Chris, number. Five. Oh, Number I get to go five. first. Oh, the pressure, the pressure. Yeah. All right. You were the oldest, and you listened to the least amount of white people. So I definitely would like for you to go first. <laughs> yeah, the least amount of whites. <laughs> That's how you feel. All right. Let me look over here. Uh, let's see here. I'll make sure I'm good there. All right. I want to make sure I get the right songs up. Preparation, children. Is key. That's correct. That's correct. I don't have all day to prep like you, though, unfortunately. You too, number five. Okay. Congratulations. They're white, but they're also Irish. Yeah, so shout out to Octum Baby. Shout out to Zeropa. What's the other ones, Reggie? I know you know. Now, Zeropa is the one. That's when you get the flying concert. Living the life. My thoughts on costumes are not being announced because this Uh, is a good decade and I can't do it. I'm sorry. I love you too. And I want to show them all the love. They are very much in the honorable mention. I definitely jammed up. They did their thing last decade. Who's going next? Reginald. And now we get my number five. Let's make it interesting, baby. He named a band that has so many great songs. You can't even count them, let alone name them. I'm naming the band that has one great song. You know exactly what it is. And that song is Virtual Insanity. And that band is Jamiroquai. Wait a minute. Thomas? Jamiroquai is not Thomas. a band, Reggie. Thomas. Jamiroquai is a band. Is he no, Jamiroquai is a band from England. 
a funk band. Iroquois was one guy. No, Iroquois that dude, is one his name, no, dude. his name is JK. He's just the lead singer. It's a full funk band. Mm, Chris, if you can pull up a picture, if you type in Jamiroquai. Yeah, that's like saying anybody, the killers is, is one guy. Hold on, though. Hold on. If you pull up the band, or type in Jamiroquai, and the whole group, not this one dude, pulls up, I'll give it's it to him. Band. But if you type in Jamiroquai. Let me start naming the people up. from the band. You can name whoever the fuck you want to name. It does not make anything different. I'm just like, you no, know I've what? never seen. Reggie says here, Jamiroquai are an English funk and acid jazz band. Thank you. by vocalist J.K. And we're a provident London based. There's six people in that band. Oh, yeah. Y'all okay. shitting on the band. Well, then I would like for them to put the other five people in the videos. How many times do the killers, do the killers only put the lead singer in the video? Uh, we're not talking about Yellow Card. The killers have a lot of the whole thing. Yeah, the killers have the band in the videos all the time, bro. I was trying to think of like, how many times the Wallflowers like the band? Too. This band is where they only put one. How many times was the revolution in the video? <laughs> I mean, I couldn't answer uh, that, like but I would say most. Yeah, I'm thinking 1999 outside my head. I'm thinking, nah, y'all thinking of the movie. Well, it ain't my fault they ain't in the video. They still made beautiful music. Hey, we'll give, yeah, we'll give it to you. That's still a weird pick because English funk band. There's a lot of good options in the 90s. So that's a weird one. Uh, hey. So my number, my number five. That song uh, is a top five all time song. Your list for top five songs is the weirdest choice. Anyway, number one is my number five uh, is one of the greatest bands of all time. Um, they put out nonstop great music, great lyrical content. I'm talking about Tool. So, okay, um, that gives you an. In the 90s, you get Opiate, you get Inema, and you get Undertow. So some of the songs that you'll get would be, you know, Sober, H, Stink Fist, 46 and 2. It's just, honestly, Chris, I know you probably have never listened to Tool in your life. But, and I Thomas, recommend you do is, that. Is, it, is it Sober? Sober oh, is sober the best like song, so, right? That's so the best hard. song. Sober goes, that, yeah, if you want to listen to that song, Chris, that's a... That, because the song, song that was on your uh, what was that karaoke? I had never heard of that before. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, I'm telling you, you guys should definitely check out Tool. Uh, they're one of the greatest bands of all time, and they actually have good content, content in their lyrics. Just look at Sober, for example. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna make it so where Chris can talk again. So, we'll so move does Jamiroquai just four. look at virtual insanity? <laughs> Hey, that was a jam, though. Number four. Four. Number four. Shout out to Aerosmith. Oh. Shout out Bruce Willis. Shout out Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. Shout out Liv Tyler. I don't want to miss a thing. That's that's what you thought of. That's the first time that came to your head. Look, if you say 90s Aerosmith. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's the only song you think about. Cause I miss you, babe. Yeah. But yeah, she got that. Yeah. I was crying when I let you down. I'm dying. I let you. Gotta get that in. Gotta get crazy in. Living on the edge. Oh man. 
Shout Feeling out yourself. Aerosmith. Shout out. Shout out to Aerosmith. Shout out Bernie. Shout out Aerosmith. All right, Reggie, you're number four. Now with my number four, I get a blow up the spot and set the record straight for one of the greatest musicians of all time. And he only wants to be with you. And that's my guy, Hootie. Hey! And the Blowfish. Hey! Uh, I only want to be with you. Okay. Ooh. When it comes to Hootie and the Blowfish, I really, I, Chris just gave my resume right there, but hold on, let me list it all, man. You got Cracked Rearview, you got Fairweather Johnson, and you got Musical Chairs. And we all know that's going to give you only want to be with you. That's going to give you every song that you know from Hootie and the Blowfish. Because I'm sure that they made music in the 2000s. We wasn't listening. So if you know a Hootie (laughs) song, sing it at the top of your lungs, baby. It's the 90s. You went more solo in the 2000s, didn't you? Is that when he started going solo? Yeah. He started going country. 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 Oh, to Darius oh Rucker. My. I know your real name. Yeah, hold my. Come on and hold my hand. <laughs> he want to love you the best he can, and that's the nineties as well. All right. Well, my number, number four. Four. Uh, again, you're gonna have a theme coming around because it's one of the greatest bands of all time. Um. They're also very odd and weird and like to push things. They changed and uh, truly changed the music genre with uh, one of their albums in this decade. But uh, I love all their albums, frankly. Uh, that band's Radiohead. So, Amen. Uh, just to run it through real quick, you're going to get Pablo Honey. You're going to get The Benz and you're going to get OK Computer. And OK Computer is one of the greatest albums of all time, period. End of story. Paranoid Android, Karma Police. Uh, no surprises. Like I, it's just it, the whole album is truly amazing. Uh, the Benz is also very highly slept on. You get the Benz, you get high and dry, you get fake plastic trees. Yeah, Radiohead's amazing. Check them out if you haven't. Uh, the blow. And mind. if you love OK Computer, you should check out a lot from the Basement Tape. We out there, baby. Yeah, if you also like Hootie the Blowfish, you should check out a lot from the Basement Tape. <laughs> Uh, we might not hold your hand. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all need to get to it. Okay. We need All to hold right. them hands. But, hey, Radiohead, definitely an honorable mention for me. And Jamiro Quad just edged them out. That was one of those groups. I know people used to come and buy them at Circuit City, but uh, no, I never jammed any Radiohead. Sorry. Children, Circuit City is a place that was a Best Buy that used the color red. They used the color red. And they lost money right. like the color red. And oh. then they went out of business. Oh. But shout out to people who like to wear the color red. Shout out to Circuit City for all the cars they hooked up and put the stereos oh, in. Yeah. You know? Shade Ooh, man. We was undercutting Best Buy every day out here, man. <laughs> I, know. It's, I got my stereo put in from Circuit City. <laughs> all right. Well, we are. Chris, what is number, number three. three? Number three. Can we go to the Bay Area? Okay. We can, but it depends on who you're picking. Oh, we well, ain't Metallica. Just so that's you not know. we know who not, it is. You know who it is. None other than Green Day. 
Okay. Ooh, shout out. That's a very uh, honorable mention. Had to cut them though. Yeah. But you do get Dookie, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, you get Dookie. Yeah. You get Dookie. Uh, what and else you get? you get the first five albums. You get Kerplunk. You get Dookie. You get damn. I, you get Dookie and Kerplunk. I can't remember the other three off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, Nimrod. And then uh, you don't get Insomnia. Two thousands is going to be your Boulevard of Broken Dreams and all that yeah. stuff, but yeah. but Dookie's one of the great like. Dookie, really oh my goodness! I know Got for it. a fact I get when I come around because that's always yeah. a clapper. When yeah. I come, that's KD's. Right yeah, when there, I come around, you get brain stew. You get a lot of stuff like, and then of course, yeah. uh, and 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 shout out. Uh, I don't know how Reggie feel about this, but every time I hear that, I hope you have the time of your, of your life. I always think about Reagan, man, because on our graduation uh, video, that was the song that they played, like on our graduation video, man. Rest in peace to Reagan, uh, Marcus, man. No RP, my cousin, man. That man. song was ruined for me now. Every time I hear that song, I definitely think of her. No, I ain't ruined. I just, I just think about I'm it. I'm just saying it's ruined. <laughs> I can't <laughs> It's just he it just makes him sad is what he means. You know sad. I don't do emotions. Yeah, nah, man. Yeah, that's real. Well, speaking of emotions, Reggie, what's your number three? My number three. Now we getting into the greatest bands of all time, baby. <laughs> and when I say RACP, you should know what I mean. We talk about the red hot. Chili peppers, baby. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Before you say anything, before you say anything, I'll go ahead and let you speak a little bit too, because the Red Hot Chili Peppers are also my number three. Okay. Oh. Well, let's do it. You gonna get blood, sex, sugar, magic. We all love it. And you gonna get Californication. Both of them. Now, Thomas, you might know about the other tape, but them is the two tapes that I bumped the hardest. I'm not yeah. with the other tape. Uh, the other tape, which I wrote down, give me one second, is uh, is One Hot Minute, which has, if I believe, um, Aeroplane. It's like the one one really good song that everybody remembers. You know, music is my aeroplane. Oh, yeah. I used to love that. Aeroplane. That, yeah. uh, that's the only, really the only big song that's off that album. But uh, yeah, Californication and Blood, hey. Sugar, Sex, Magic is... But Californication specifically is... And my personal gets. favorite is How long, how long? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Other side, that's you get Californication. You get Scar Tissue, which I love. Like, yeah, you got yes. it. It's, it's right. Will Ferrell on drums. I don't believe it's fair. <laughs> Those are my guys, man. We all know Flea is a legendary Lakers fan. Yeah. Flea, Anthony Kiedis. Uh, John Francione. Uh Shout out Heil Slovak, who's the guitarist on their first albums, and uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, but he unfortunately died of a heroin overdose. Uh, then John Francione came in, and uh, Chad Smith, a.k.a. Will Ferrell on drums. Shout out all of the Chili Peppers. I know your names. You're all good. Also, shout, shout out Chad out- Smith, too. Super underrated. He never gets brought up best drummer. No, he, he doesn't, because he looks like Will Ferrell. But also, shout out Anthony Kiedis. In Point Blank, uh, or Point Break, excuse me, Point Break. Uh, he, you know, played one of the crazy bank robber guys that Keanu had to go break. Uh, yeah, all over the 90s. Anyway, so uh, Chris, since that was my number three as well, I guess that makes us go to your number two. Number two. Number two. two. 
Give it away, give it away, give it away. Okay. Give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away now. It was official, man. What I got, you got to give it to your mama. To your mama. You and what I got, you got to give it to your papa. <laughs> yes, blood, sex, sugar, magic. What a take. Hey, what's about the gym? I don't ever want to feel. Like, like God did that, that day. day. Ain't that about the guitarist dying? Love. Yeah, I believe so. I think way. that's about his OD, man. That's sad as shit. But that, yeah. hey, listen, great music. Hey, shout out. Yeah, shout out. In California, uh, baby. Yeah. Which hey, has man. a great, vid- great video, by the way. Back when I used to be like, man, that looked like a fun ass video game because like video games back then were still real simple. And you're just like, man. I would love to play that Chili Peppers game. Anyway, though. By the way, Reggie, shout out to Red Chili Peppers because a lot of people don't know and realize, too. They were kind of involved with hip-hop because I remember them being absolutely. Ice Cube video. There yeah. was a wiki video with Ice Cube going crazy. And, yeah, everybody rocked with Flea. And... I like that, man. That's beautiful that all three of us picked Chili Peppers, man. I didn't know if we was all going to give them respect. Oh, I don't know how you can't how you mention the 90s not bring up the Red Hot Chili Peppers, man. I mean, yeah. So now we at number two. Number and, Two. I feel like my number two is a band that we also gonna also respect. You know, RP to the God. You get in utero, you get never mind, and you get the greatest unplugged album of all time. Oh, I didn't know you was going there. We talk about Nirvana. Okay. I talk about Kurt Cobain. Yeah. I'm talking about <laughs> Dave Grohl. I'm talking about I can see your face, man. What's your goddamn it's name? Chris Novacevic. Chris. Insecure. Okay. Didn't even make my list, and I know the man's name. You're so sorry. You cr- oh, Nirvana didn't make. He didn't make. Heart my- is broken. Sorry. No, um, Nirvana has for me. Probably ten to twelve good songs. Uh, that's not enough to make a top five. This is where mine. generation means everything. I was born in 1985, and when Nevermind came out, that was when I first started learning what sadness was. <laughs> I'd also like to recommend not um, marrying somebody who uh, enables all your horrible habits, and then oh. later on in your life. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa. Oh, you blaming her? Whoa. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, I don't think she enabled his habits. I think they was both heroin addicts. Like, I'm is sorry. that okay? Just two heroin addicts marrying okay. each other? Did did Nancy not? Uh, she had talent. Sid? Yeah, you can have talent and value and worth. I mean, I'm arguably so. Did he I'm ruin her? Say, uh, no, because I don't really think Hole was anything. I think Hole only became something because Kurt Cobain died and Courtney Love. Oh, you don't was think Hole was nothing? No, I really think because think about it, all of Hole's biggest songs came out after Kurt died. Well, like, I never knew about Hole until they was already famous. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm cutting all that out. That was grotesque. No, that's I knew that was. Yeah, no, sorry, not enough, not enough songs, not enough tapes. Couldn't, couldn't do it. Couldn't listen do it. here, but, listen here. The Ronda didn't have enough songs, didn't have enough tapes. It's three tapes. 
three tapes. I want to know right now. One of those tapes. Because in my head, it was Nirvana versus the Foo Fighters. Yeah, Foo Fighters is who you should have gone with because they were on my runners up list. What are the Foo Fighters? I mean, tapes. 94. Foo Fighters give you three albums, but one of them is not a live. And Nirvana gives you three albums. No. Nirvana's one of Nirvana's three albums is them playing songs off the other two albums, but live. What was the Smell Like Teen Spirit album? Is that Utero? No, that should be never that's mind. never mind. That's never mind, right? Yes, yeah, never mind. And it was one of the slow songs that I remember that I jammed, but there's only two songs that really jammed for nobody like that. I didn't I didn't know about the genius of him. Until All apologies, my jam. Well, number two. You wanna talk about jams. Number two. two. Jamiroquai. Oh, okay. One of the greatest hey. bands of all time. Uh, I can't. I, I'm. I'm surprised both of y'all didn't put them on your list, but I guess y'all aren't into quality. You don't know what's left of my list. I do. It's REM. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my number two uh, put out more greatness than you could possibly imagine and their music's actually more relevant now and today than it was even back then and uh, i'm talking about rage rage against the machine baby amen yeah, i'm talking about zach de la roca i'm talking about tom morello tom morello uh both of them killing it so let me tell you right now you're gonna get the first three albums you're gonna get evil empire you're gonna get uh, hold on i wrote it down i don't have it off the top of my head you're gonna get the Rage Against the Machine self-titled album, Evil Empire and Battle of LA. That means I mean honestly, I still listen to Rage like to this day on the regular. Not a week goes by and listen to them. You know, uh Down Rodeo, uh Bomb Track, Killing in the Name. Let me explain uh, to the fans why Rage didn't make my list. They are one of the greatest bands. They are the kings of the skip. Even your favorite Rage album, you skip lots of songs. I'm going to let you know a secret. If you're actually a real fan of Rage Against the Machine, the skips you talk about are also quality. You know, Maggie's Farm, Tom Joe, there's a lot of great songs. Chris is just constantly doing thumbs up because he has nothing to say. I don't don't know what the thumbs up is. I don't get it. My thoughts on Rage Against the Machine. There are none. Exactly. Okay. Okay. But hey, he don't know nothing about rage. Chris, Chris, I know about him. Again, never slapped him. Yeah, but do you know what the machine is, Chris? It's white people. So you should slap him. Yes, and uh, the lead singer is actually kind of like Black Thought. He's a black dude who likes the slam poetry, as Reggie would like to say, but kind of raps. And then there's just like rock music going around behind them. It's It's the reason why. I was very happy when you said Tom Morello because we all know the number one reason why Rage Against the Machine didn't make my list. And those skips that you said the fans love, what are they? It's poetry. He's not making a song. (laughs) Thomas, is he making a song? It's somebody who raps. Yeah. I'm surprised. Thomas, is he making a song? Yes. Yes. Do you know what a song entails? Melody. It entails chorus. entails a hook. Do you find All melody on those songs? Oh my yes. God, yes. That's the beauty of it. Your favorite, song, down. your favorite song on Equipment was a poem. That is real. 
Andre's verse on even the sun goes down. Heroes eventually die. Oh, your favorite song was the Spotty Apidopolis. Oh, now who else want to fuck with Hollywood? It's not a poem. Oh, what is that? That's rapping. (laughs) Okay, that's what you're doing over there. All right, well, let's move on. Chris, what is your number one? Do you and Reggie have the same number one? Number one, consider this. <laughs> hey, consider this. What did you say? Oh, uh, what's that in the corner? Oh, I can do it. What's that oh, in the corner? Oh, no, I say too much. I haven't said enough. Ask me in the corner. Yeah. That's me, that's me spot. in the spot. Like losing, losing my religion. religion. Hey, trying to keep up. And I don't, don't know, know if I, if I can, can do, do it. it. Oh, no, I, I said too much. Hey, man. Michael Stipe, a genius of all genius. Hey, that's, that's how you one. do it without it being poetry, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, ladies and gentlemen, you also get everybody heard. Hey, man. Sometimes you talk about a sad ass song. <laughs> hey, hey, shout out Disney's The Mummy for putting that song in there back when I was a little kid. Oh. Shout out Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon. Oh, yeah. If it's not clear, REM is absolutely 100% my number one as well. <laughs> well, keep going then. Talk that talk, Rich. Hey, we didn't talk about. Hold on. Let me get my list out. Okay, we're talking about. One of the greatest albums of all time. Automatic for the people. We talking about one of the greatest albums of all time. At a time. And we talking about another album. Monster. <laughs> I can't get out with the credit that I gave the first two. But we talking about two of the greatest albums of all time. By one band in one decade. And we talking about songs that your mama, your grandmama, your cousin everybody know these songs but also when you just know the album cuts when I'm alone by myself drunk singing nice women it's a different feeling you know what I mean I love REM like most people love they woman hey Reggie Shiny, happy people holding hands. Shiny, happy people holding hands. Shiny, happy people <laughs> I'll tell you, yeah. man, they had, some, they had some grooves, man. Yeah, I, I sang along with y'all for like the two songs I knew. That's it. That's all you're getting. Uh, but I'll let you know, but my number one, I'm surprised y'all didn't put on your list because y'all both know my number one as well. Uh, they have banger after banger after banger. And I'll, they only have two albums in this decade. But I'll have you know. Ne- never. Oh. I'll tell you this right now. Both these albums have zero skips. 
literally zero skips. Uh, but just to give you an idea, uh, some of my friends probably already know who I'm going to say because they're like, there's one band that none of y'all have said yet, and that's weird. But, uh, ooh, wee, ooh, I look just like Buddy Holly. Weezer! Oh, oh, and you're Mary Tyler Moore. I, I don't, don't care, care what they say about us anyway. I, I don't, don't care, care about, about that. that. Hey. Yes. Yes. Weezer. Weezer. Shout out to Weezer. One of the best concerts I ever went to in person. Saw them live. Rivers Cuomo was maybe 10 to 15 feet away from me. They are an amazing band. You get the Blue Album, because Weezer likes to name all their albums Weezer. So you get the Blue Album, and you get Pinkerton. Two of the greatest albums of all time. Zero oh, skips. Not a one. No, that's next decade. You'll have to come back and holler at me. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, you, you get Buddy Holly. My name is Jonas. The Sweater Song. You get uh, Pink Triangle. You get uh, this off dome too. I'm trying to think more. Uh, tired of sex. You get uh, no one else. Only in dreams. There is just there's so many. There's so many. Uh, Shout out to yeah. the cold room. That was me and my roommate Sean Erickson's band. My freshman year of college, we did some Weezer songs. That was some fun times, man. Yeah. <laughs> Weezer's great. Love them. Love them. Love them. All right, Chris, honorable mentions for you, sir. Honorable mentions. Got to give a shout out off top. Make sure I got my list right here. Oh, yeah. Got to give a shout out to The Roots. If you were worried about when. Where I've been, who I saw, or what club I went to with my homies, baby. Baby, don't worry. You know that you got me. But shout out to the uh, next movement. That was definitely in my jam for sure. Uh, also got to give a shout out to Mint Condition because I definitely jam Mint Condition. That's probably one of the last bands I could think of off top like, that, that I like grew to for real. Uh, Pretty Brown Eyes and, oh, man, uh, You Send Me Swinging. And, oh, yeah. I bet I bet Tay like, oh yeah, big condition. <laughs> I know you feel me over there for sure, for sure. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But that's a couple of my uh honorable. Oh, and Pearl Jam. Yes, Pearl yeah. Jam definitely. Yeah. And uh the crowd can't see it, but y'all can see it on my list. Okay. Pearl Jam was my number five. And I crossed him out for Jamiroquai. <laughs> and there's one more. There's one more that I thought of when Reggie brought up Jamiroquai that I that I forgot about. But the brand new heavies, I definitely yes. Did. Okay, Reg, your honorables. I want to give a shout out to the DX band. And even though my thoughts on the DX band are to be announced, they did give us. You think you can tell me what to do? Hey. You think you can tell me what to wear? You think you know me better? Well, you better get ready to bow to the master. Dun 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 and all that the next decade, man. You gonna see me there I'm with you. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, you guys actually brought up two of my three. I only had three honorable mentions in the first place, but we already brought up Foo Fighters, uh, the actual band that Reggie should have put on his list. 
Uh, also, I had Green Day on my list. And the last band, which I know I couldn't really put on my top five, but like if we're all being honest with ourselves, and it's the 90s, what band did everybody like hear nonstop everywhere? Blink-182. Come on, dude. Like, y'all should both know and stop playing with yourself. Like, Nah, we was too old for Blink. Well, I will you say not you watch MTV. Say it ain't so. Exactly. Turn the lights off. Carry me home. Hey, but Thomas, now that I think about it, you can help me with one of my bands. Who sang Two Princes? Two, you gotta give me more than just the title. Two waiting, Princes. That was the jam. If you something, something, baby, just go <laughs> oh, ahead now. That's doctors. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to the sounded, spin doctors. That sounded like third eye blind to me. Hey, hey, Thomas. Yeah. Is Bon Jovi the '90s too? Yeah, Bon Jovi's all over the place. That man's a vampire. He never ages, so you know, he's everywhere. But uh, speaking of never aging, okay, we're gonna oh, be talking okay. about Tay's favorite thing for us to talk about this week, and that's gonna be top five movie directors of all time. Uh, Tay, I want you to know. That's very mean of you. This is that's very difficult. Like, really, that's because Chris is not cultured, so he's like, Oh, I only know five directors, so I'm gonna I'm put this in the list. Man, even uh, that'd be like me asking Chris to be like, Hey, man, uh, give me top five rappers of all time. And he'd be like, Uh, but there's oh, a lot of good like, ones. Uh, Jay Z, Biggie, Nas, Park, Face, yeah, and then you'd be like, Damn, but there's so many other great ones. Damn, I'm not I able forgot Kanye Young does. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot your thug. Yes, I forgot. But uh, but I did it anyway. Uh, so when you come back to Simpson on film, I'm gonna make Reggie. We're gonna break directors down way more in depth. But for the <laughs> for now, for now, we're gonna do top five movie directors. I guess I'll go first on this one. Reggie can go first on the next uh, topic. So uh, just so you guys all know, um. I've watched more movies than both these fools, and these two have both Fact. had more years on this earth than me. Fact. So I was watching my list. Also have was born. Yeah. It, my list is the actual truth, and their two I lists are opinions. Twenty-two. Carry on. So uh, we'll start with my number five. Number five. And I'm. Not, it hurts oh. so bad to, to put him down here, but I. I had a system. I figured out I had to do what I had to do, and I. I did it almost purely analytics. And I went by my heart. Luckily, it worked out actually where my heart still ended up being analytically correct. So number five is Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, like, uh, just to run down, because I, 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 I don't have time to tell you every movie that everybody did. But basically, Coppola is credited with 36 directing credits. Uh, and I, his top four films, because uh, they were, I just wrote down all the, the bangers, is Godfather Part 1 and 2, The Conversation, and Apocalypse Now. Uh, do either of you have Francis Ford Coppola on your list somewhere? Honorable mention. Honorable mention, just because of The Godfather. And mm. Godfather 2. And The Conversation and Apocalypse Now. Anyway. I like The Conversation, uh, but top five is much. Well, like I said, y'all's are just opinions. We'll uh, we'll destroy y'all's later. Uh, but all of my people's uh, accomplishments actually upstand time and have been proven to be. There's nobody that's like, you know, Denny B., or, you know, something like that, who is not quite done enough to prove yet. However, Francis Ford Coppola, that's what I got to say. Uh, dominated the 70s. Yeah. All right. Reggie, Chris, who wants to go next? I'll go next. Okay. Okay. 
Number four. I want to say that this list is heavy. Y'all just heard Francis Ford Copeland. I mean, Chris ain't got him on the list. There ain't no lightweights on this list. Ain't no Jamiroquai on this list. <laughs> my number five director made my favorite movie of all time. See, too soon to really know, but I, I, I agree. I understand what you're doing. Paul Thomas Anderson. Just let me list these. Run through movies. them. Just these three movies. You might want to list four or five. But there will be blood. There will be. Classic. The Phantom Thread. It's all right. Boogie Nights. Classic. Classic. All three of those movies are in my top 20 movies of all time. Never knew his name until. Me and my wife have watched The Phantom Thread as many times as you and your wife watched The Real Housewives. Who's in that movie? The greatest actor. Oh, I'm sorry. Denzel is the greatest actor. One of the greatest actors. <laughs> <laughs> Of all time. That's all that smoke for that backpedaling right there. Yeah, I did have to backpedal real fast because I like to call him the greatest actor of all time. And then Tay always remind me that if there's a Denzel movie out, we see it the first day. And I don't do that with nobody else. So I had to take a step back every now and then. Either way, that's a that's the a Phantom Thread is a great pick. movie. Man. A good pick. PTA also did The Master, which is really good. Shout out uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Punch Drunk Love, which is really good. But he's too recent. recent I don't think I've ever seen that. That's the Adam Sandler movie, right? It is. It is. Uh, yeah, I, re- I love a lot of his movies, you know, but unfortunately I can't. Too soon for you? So, yeah, too soon. Recency bias. Can't do it. Uh, there are other people I had to leave off the list, too, because of those same reasons. The greatest movie of all time. Is not There Will Be Blood. But it did. It did lose, literally, well, it did lose to the greatest movie of all time for Best Picture at the Oscars. Do you remember what that was? You're breaking my heart, Fredo. What is it? No Country for Old Men. That's the greatest movie of all time. Ooh, that's the top five movie of all time. Yeah, and that, for the record, that's... So where uh, you at, Chris? How you feeling on Cinco? Because we didn't got into heated already. Chris is going to drop some, like, blockbuster directors. I can't believe also, I, I that PTA didn't make it on either one of y'all lists. What is nope. PTA? Paul Thomas Anderson. I just heard his name today. I didn't know who he was, but I know Boogie Nights. I'm ready to shoot, Jack. Oh, okay. Now, I'm a star. I'm a star. Hey, audience, did you hear that? He didn't hear his name till today. Okay, what's your number five? Number five. John Singleton. Ricky! <laughs> Either they don't know don't show or don't care about what's going on in the hood. That's right. My man, Boys in the Hood, he's got to make the list just for that for me. But just let me laugh off some other movies. If y'all know what John Sequence's work was, but Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice, Four Brothers. Yes, I like that movie. He did Too Fast, Too Furious. Higher Learning. Learning. And Reggie's favorite movie, Baby Boy. Boo. Hustle and flow. I know the St. Jody. They at his mama house. There it is. Say, man. This ain't my tape in the toilet, skinny man. Tell me this ain't my tape in the toilet, skinny man. Shout out to John Singleton, man. And he was doing Snowfall before he passed, man. Rest in peace. Singleton's a beast. 
single one's a beast. Uh, okay, well, my number four. Bacho. Again, I'm just Watch. one of the one of the greatest directors of all time. This man has 69 credits to his name. And I'm just going to list off some of these movies because if you don't know who I'm talking about by the time I get to the end of this list, shame. Uh, we're going to start with Raging Bull, King of Comedy, Casino, Goodfellas, Kings of New York, Aviator, The Departed, Wolf of Wall Street, The Irishman. It's Martin Scorsese. And I like to say, before he continues, that Martin Scorsese is also my number four. Oh, and my thoughts are to be announced. All right. Well, I'll keep it short and simple then so that Chris can have something to still speak on. Uh, But I just wanted to say, you'll notice, Jacob, I did not put a specific movie on that list because that movie sucks balls. Has Robert Nero in it, and he shaves his head. It's all you need to know. That movie's terrible. I would never put that movie on the list talking about how it's good. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. Well, that's also on. my number four, so I want to list my favorite Scorsese movies. Goodfellas, Wolf of Wall Street, The Party, Casino, Gangs of New York. I'm talking about classic, 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 classic. What more could you ask from a man? There's also the only like thing solid. that's counting against him for me is the same thing I count against rappers. He got a lot of skips. <laughs> hey, that's I'll tell you right now. That's that was how I broke things down. Is I basically looked at how many credits did you have, and then how many like things that I put down as how like, many classic. skips, and yeah. basically then I divided that to get my percentage of hits. And I was like, okay, how does this stack up to what I did? And that actually looks, and I was like, okay, my percentages all get higher as I go up my list. But did you so have a cutoff? Because PTA, where's his miss? Recency bias. I told you I had to. I, there, dude, there's so many good directors. I had to like make cuts and eliminations and do stuff. So that's what I did. I basically was like, which ones would I choose? These ones. Now do I rank them? There's okay. only one number four that's not the same as us. What could it be? Christopher, number, number four. four. Brian DuPalma. Okay, honorable mention for me. Not an honorable mention. That's well, how hard gonna make it is. My list. Why don't you run through the couple? I want to hear your famous you Carlitos Way impersonation. You not like me. <laughs> Still trying to do that with her. Okay. Sorry, boys. The bar's closing. Where are we going to for breakfast? It's going to be a long ride from here. Uh, hey, Thomas, did you do your homework? Hell no. Uh, I'm, you know, I, been I, doing I, a lot of this I stuff. wasted a day listening to 808 Heartbreaks. I wasted half a day listening to Earl Sweatshirt. You can't waste three hours of your day to watch Carlito's Way. Well, I'm a busy man. You know, I got to, you know, whoop y'all's asses in Madden. So, right. that you've been ducking for a whole week, bruh. I literally was Talking number to one the Super Bowl champ. Me. I get to be, I get a bye week. That means y'all are on my timetable. Anyways, you know fuck Frank you know, you and know fuck because it's the fucking Diaz brothers. That's right. So you know you're gonna make the list for that, and you know hey, you're gonna make the list for. Carl you want to buy a coffee? Frank. You want? Hey, how about I buy you a cup of coffee? 
you know. The thing about me is I like to take scores. And the thing about you is you like to take people down that I take scores. But I want you to know right now, if it comes to me being freedom and being in cell, I'm going to hesitate to put a bullet into you. Well, that's good. Because what I want you to know is that if it comes between you and some poor little innocent schmuck getting home to his daughter, I'm not going to hesitate to put a bullet in you. You can't count that. That's a Michael Mann movie. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I didn't think that. I was thought a, that was the Palma movie. De Palma, De Palma no, produced. That's a I thought. Movie. thought that was the Palma produced at least. Yeah, he must have produced it. But yeah, I got the Scarface. I got the Untouchables. Carlito's Way. Carrie. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a surprise. That's that's different than what he usually does. Mission Impossible movie. was the one that was real different. Mission Impossible, the first one. That's a sick ass movie. Yeah. Oh, also don't. Uh, Domino. What'd you say? What was the third one you had, you had listed? Uh, Untouchables. That movie is so good. Ha- that yeah. one. That don't sleep on that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, where y'all at? So, uh, is it my turn? I guess it is. Okay. Well, number, number three. three. Trey. Uh, this person did has done fifty nine things and counting. Um, created the blockbuster. Created, you know, quality. Uh, I you know made probably some of the truly greatest movies of all time. I'm gonna run through some of this these movies because this top three is stacked. But they, these uh these are the ones that you're gonna know. You got Jaws. You got Close Encounters. You got Raiders. E.T. Temple of Doom. Last Crusade. Jurassic Park. Schindler's List. Saving Private Ryan, Minority Report, shout out Des, uh, Catch Me If You Can, <laughs> and lastly, uh, you're going to get Munich. I'm talking about Steven Spielberg. There's a lot of other good movies, but those right there are all great movies. And uh, yeah, I, just, yeah. I, I don't know what else to say. Steven Spielberg's number three. Honorable mention for me. Yeah, my thoughts are to be in now. Uh-oh. Well, I just listed all the movies. They're all great. Uh, they are all man. great. They're, they're, how much can you say about Jurassic Park or, or Jaws? Like, it's perfect I mean, movies. Jurassic Park still, like, came out in, what, 94 and still looks better than a movie that comes out now. Like, that's just mind-blowing to think that, like, those raptors are still scarier and more real than... Jurassic World stuff. Like, that's just, that's amazing. That's talent. Uh, all right. Well, you know, Reggie, what's your number three? When it comes to me, you know, them is perfect movies. My personal preference isn't always perfect. So I'm going to do the right thing before the nice. fans get bamboozled. Boo. And I'm going to talk about my man, Spike Lee. I'm going to list them. I'm gonna list them just for the fans that I don't know. Please do. Please do. Do the right thing. Yes. Malcolm X. Preach. He got game. Preach. The five bloods. Preach. Inside man. Amen. Black Klansman. Amen. School days. Preach. Mo Better Blues. Preach. Jungle Fever. Preach. I'm not giving that one. I didn't, I, didn't, what, I didn't hear clockers, man. Hey, you like clockers, man. Some people like, like 
the twenty fifth hour is that what it's called? Some people no, like, twenty fifth hour is not a, also not a good one. But hey, like real talk, Spike. I wish I could have put you on there, but I couldn't. The, I'm so movie? sorry. Call girl. Call. What was, the, what was the movie? Girl six or girl something six. like that. Yeah. He did a lot of other movies that didn't make my list, but them movies that did make my list was enough to make him my number three. Yeah, wish I could do it. Couldn't do it. All right. So let's get to Chris. number three for me. Number three. What I tell you, huh? What I tell you. What I tell you, huh? What I tell you, take it back, take it back. I don't care. I don't care what she said. Take it back. Is that a new car? Is that a new car too? Take it back. It's in my it's in my mother in law's name. Jimmy, Jimmy, calm down. It's in my mother in law's name. So it's <laughs> okay. But shout out to Goodfellas, man. Barry Scorsese made the list off the strength of that, man. One of my favorites of all time. But let me run down. I already know y'all run down. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, man. I'll take it back. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. <laughs> <laughs> shout out once again to Goodfellas, The Irishman, Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, yeah. Uh, Y'all, <laughs> <laughs> Jonah Hill, the Wolf of Wall Street, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. I was Jordan, dying. In the- <laughs> Jordan, come, hey, dude, dude, do some crack with me. Come on, bro, come on, bro. Let's go back to some crack with me. So outrageous, though. That movie is so outrageous, man. I did not expect it to be the movie that it was when I watched it. Like that's how crazy that movie was, man. Gotta give a shout out to Casino too, man. Amen. And there's a movie on here that I'm ashamed I still haven't watched. Which is? I'll let you guess it. The Irishman? It, it stars Leonardo in it. The Aviator. Oh, The Aviator. Yeah. It's a good one. Watch it. That one. It's got Kate Ain't Lady that like four there. hours in? Long ass movie? It yeah, is I t- not four I'll hours. tell you That's what. I'm not a fan. The Aviator's great. Kate Blanchett plays Aubrey Hepburn. Uh, Leo plays Howard Hughes. It's great. It's like two and a half hours. It's not four. It's great. Okay, but let me ask you this, Thomas, because you're the movie head that you say you are, right? Uh-huh. I completely forgot about the controversy with The Last Temptation of Christ. Was that an actual good movie, or what did you think about that movie? It is absolutely a good movie. The problem is sexualizes Christ. That's the controversy. The movie itself is actually really quite good. Uh I would recommend watching it. Now, you actually might enjoy it more. For me, I was like, yeah, I don't Listen, understand. Because it would, I'd see like the passion of the Christ bef- yeah. like before I'd seen t- Last Temptation. I think Chris so would I- like it more than, yeah. Why would I? Because <laughs> you're, you're the biggest fan of Christ on this podcast. <laughs> Facts. I do. Thank you. Yes, I do. I don't want to speak for Thomas, but I'll go ahead and say I'm probably the least fan. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't have a problem with Christ. I have a problem with the church. So, you know, my thing is more with that organization. For me, he was a great person. I'm fuzzing all that. I'm married. (laughs) (laughs) To a Christian. Thank you. Amazing. Truly amazing. All right. What number are we on? <laughs> number two. Yeah, number two with you. Oh, with me? Number two? Okay, well, this man is 
I, I almost said the fuzz thing and I stopped myself real quick. Anyway, well, let's just say this man truly is one of the greatest, uh, created so many masterpieces, uh, horror, suspense, thriller, uh, just, you know, great. Did everything on TV too. Uh, I'm talking about Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, this man. I knew it was coming. 69 <laughs> credits. In these 69 credits, I'm going to list. These are all must watches. And I'm curious how many my brothers have actually seen. So we're going to start with The Lady Vanishes. Then nope. we're going to start with the regular Rebecca. Yep. Foreign Court. You ever see Rebecca? Chris, that's sad. Rebecca? But also. Rebecca is one of the most famous movies of all. Yes. Am I wrong, Thomas? Is that no, a you're right. Movie? It, it's uh, I, it's one of the greatest movies of all time. I Rebecca couldn't tell you who's famous. It. It's old because I'm not great with old actresses. I think it's like Joan Fontaine. I'm not sure. Regardless, Rebecca's great. Foreign Correspondence, no. great. You got Suspicion, no. Great movie. You also haven't seen. Uh, okay, Shadow of a Doubt. Yes. That. Great movie. Lifeboat. No. Great movie. Spellbound. No. Oh, come on. Notorious. No. Heard of them. Rope. No. Oh. I've heard about Rope and I watched the, uh, somebody remade that movie, didn't they? I'm not sure. But you have to watch Hitchcock's Rope. Basically, the premise of Rope, ladies and gentlemen, is these two psychopaths murder somebody uh, right before a party is supposed supposed to happen for this person and then they just hide their body in the trunk and they make put the table with all the food on top of the trunk and then everybody comes to the party and there's in the whole time people are like oh like you know where's travis at oh he's close by and then there's, oh yeah no it's it's that. it's a great movie real biz um that how about good. strangers on a train you seen no. that oh that have we got to how one about, christine yet no how about dial m for murder yes I've heard of it. I probably watched. Oh, I thought that was the one that Chris is gonna say yes right. to. I'm I'm really hoping that Chris says yes to this one. Rear Birds. window. Oh, rear, rear window, window. Yes. Nope. Come on, Chris. You see? Oh my God, Chris. Vertigo. Vertigo. No, yes. No, I might have seen, seen part of it. But I, I've heard of that one. These North by Jimmy Northwest. Stewart movies, right? Dude, yes, they are. That's why I'm like, how? North by Northwest. This? North by Northwest is Carrie. You've Grant. seen that, Chris? Come on. Didn't he do Psycho? Psycho? Why is he Psycho? Psycho. I went in chronological Dude. order. Psycho. Psycho is the most popular movie he's done. Not no damn whatever you say. I would say North by Northwest is the most popular. Or is Vertigo? Popular is Vertigo, Vertigo it's, might be the most popular. It's Vertigo or it's Rear Window. It's Vertigo or, not... or Psycho. Anyway, man. and lastly, lastly, I put the birds. So I'd like to point out that means I've heard I've heard of the birds. I've heard of that one too. Chris has heard of four or five scene one. Uh, man. Anyway. I didn't didn't he have like a mystery hour or some shit that used to come on TV? Yeah, it was like also, Twilight Zone. The Twilight No, the actual Twilight Zone was what it was. It was the Twilight Zone. That was Hitchcock. Ross and he also had the Twilight Zone. Nah, nah, nah. Hitchcock produced and gave him stories. Hitchcock hosted the what is it? Yeah, you said like the mystery hour or whatever. Hitchcock that was that like that. Uh, you gotta watch more yeah. of that than the actual movies. Well, either way, he still directs a lot of that stuff too. Point is, Hitchcock was number two. Uh, and I got through all of that without mentioning the bad stuff. But understand, there is some bad stuff. Uh, I'm sorry for that. But the, a lot Treated of these movies came poorly. out. 
lot of these movies came out. I'll in the mention 30s. it, and it's not yeah. gonna get fussed. He treated the women actors like shit. And it was the 30s and 40s, so nobody really cared how I he treated. He was, say he, was, he was he was on that nigga shit. No, nah, no, he was cool with black folks. He actually let them yeah. know all that shit. That's what he that's was, no, he but is, he, he went, like really, he used to actually scare the women in the movies like stupid shit like that. Yeah, like the girl in the birds, for example, the girl actually was scared of birds, and he told her we're going to use fake ones. And then he like threw her in a room, and there were two hundred live birds in that room, and she was Real flipping one. out like, and he just yeah, it was like no, I'm just gonna do that. That's better for the reaction. Of the he camera, thought that so. was okay. <laughs> But now right, my though. number two, who we know Reggie. is also a terrible person. Woody? But Please, no. <laughs> he's the person that sat down at a typewriter or a computer and wrote, and then he shoots Marvin in the face. Oh, terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> One of the greatest directors of all time. Let me do the list. Pulp Fiction. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2. Jackie Brown, The Glorious Bastards, Django Unchained, The Reservoir Dogs, The Hateful Eight. I love all these movies. Quentin Tarantino. I have a question for you, though. You came after me claiming Leonard Skinner was racist, yet you like Quentin Tarantino, who's the white dude who probably says nigger more than anybody else you know. Anybody. (laughs) I'm going to tell you right now that Sam Jackson said it better than anybody else could say it. Quentin Tarantino, as Quentin Tarantino, has never said the word nigga to him. When he wrote that character in Pulp Fiction, the dude was supposed to be racist. And I know they say it. That's real life. When that man was in that kitchen saying, you brought a dead nigga to my house, he meant it. And I'm a rock for that all day. Shout out to Spike Lee. That's why you below Quentin. I'm going to tell you this right now. You can say what you want to say. I promise you, racists don't. They use other terminology as well. Quentin and Django Unchained only wrote nigga. He did not write. It was about slave masters. What else would they say? You don't think slave masters called black people coon or you darky? You didn't hear coon in that movie black... and darky no. in that movie? You wasn't paying no. attention. They said that a lot, too. All I heard was nigga, 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 nigga. Oh, it was no, like, they said them all. It was like at the end of, or like the middle half. Of, they said nigga uh, from dust till dawn. Yes. Yeah, they yes. said nigga and everything. It's like his favorite word. That's true. That's Sounds true. QT, man. I'm just being think about that. Hey, shout and out to think you about this, fans. I feel sorry for y'all. I know some of y'all don't like when I say nigga, but I'm be honest with you, man. It's my second favorite word. What's and your word? first favorite word? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. I also like number? the word haberdashery. Uh, anyway, Chris, what is your number two? Number two. It already made Reggie's list, and he just hated on him just a second ago. Spike Lee. Love yeah. him. I'll put him above Quentin Tarantino if he can't yep. do it. Yep. I can't yep. do it. Let the real black man do it then, even though he's not number one on my list. Mm-hmm. 
I hope you got a real black man number one after all that shit you're talking. I hope so too. But he'll put yeah. Denzel number one for Antoine Fisher and then call it a day. And, and you get fences. Yeah, but that's more of a stage play. So, you yeah, know, August Wilson did the work for that. Boy, but I have Malcolm X in there, of course. Black Klansman, do the right thing. Tyler Perry is number one. Inside Ooh. Man, she's got to have it. Jungle Fever, Bamboozle, which is probably his most slept on movie. Amen. Terrible. It's a terrible movie. You thought it was terrible, Thomas? I don't like I don't like bamboozle. I'm sorry. No, granted, I haven't I haven't seen it in a while. And I saw it like a lot when I was like under the age of 13. So maybe I shouldn't get a lot of it. I'm just telling you, I don't like Michael Rapport saying nigga a lot. And Clark- he ain't asking you to jive, but you gotta at least shuck a little. Clockers is one of those movies I used to watch all the time. It used to come on cable all the time. I think I had the tape. Okay. I might have had the tape on it too. So that was that's why that uh, holds dear to me. And another slept on movie that people don't talk about much from uh, Spike Lee is the movie Get on the Bus. Okay. Y'all know what I'm talking about? The movie, I think it was about when they uh, took the bus to go to the Million Man March. Nope. Yeah. Don't remember. Don't remember. My name is. Uh, what is that in the movie? My like, name is something. Oh, yeah, call me Junior. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Shibuya Roll Call. Okay, so my number one, I'm, I know Chris is never gonna have on his list at all. Uh, Reggie, I don't know, maybe you will surprise me and have this as your number one as well, but I doubt it because you probably forgot. But uh, my number one. It's not born in America. Uh, my number one has made amazing, amazing movies. I'm going to list them for you because I know that Chris has probably not even heard of half of these. So those movies would be Rashomon, Seven Samurai, Throwing really? the Blood, really? Hidden Fortress, really? Yojimbo, really? Sanjiro, this nigga turned into my film professor from K-State. High and low. Yeah. High and low. You're gonna, I'm going to also give you do Ron. You also, do you also like the movie Coffee and Cigarettes? No, nah, actually, I was boring. <laughs> and Dreams. Yes, I'm talking about Akira Kurosawa. Of course he's talking about Kurosawa. Literally, How I do you feel you. about Fog on a black and white movie? Who? How do you feel about actual quality storytelling and great filmmaking? That's what I feel about it. I'm sorry, but like, I don't care what you say. If Seven Samurai wasn't so great, why is every movie Seven Samurai? Think about that. You like Magnificent Seven? You like 13th Warrior? You like any movie where they have to get the gang together and round up a group of people to fight off another group of people? You like Shout G. out I. to Joe? Mozart. Reggie. Shout out to... Uh... Who the fuck is this guy he's talking about over here? Hey, listen. The dude he talk about it's so old that the influ- one of the influences <laughs> from Seven Samurai turned into what was that old ass Western with the Magnificent Seven? Yeah, which also came out before you was born, and that movie was influenced by a Kurosawa film. Kurosawa is one of the absolute masters. Uh, yeah, when I list my honorable mentions, Chris is gonna be like, "Who, who, who, who?" Thomas got on that artist hat that only kept, covers one side and got the button on the top. I got 
what they like to call put a smoker jacket on culture. He smoked you actually a cigarette that ain't a one hundred; it's a one twenty. He got the Corella cigarette in his mouth. Okay, and he got I'll his top you know. two buttons unbuttoned. I'll let you know right now. But anybody <laughs> who watches has seen probably more than a hundred films. Who watches actual movies, not just movies that came out after the year they were born, but watches actual film throughout history and time like with this. no I'll, any of these I'll things. I watched film that was came out before I was born. When I watched them Curacao films, I thought they was cool. I would never pretend like. <laughs> well, okay. All, all I know now is let's get to my number one. You enjoy, you enjoy Baby Boy. That's all I need to know. Like, I enjoy watching mind. Kurosawa movies. In every movie. The first movie I saw from this man, my number one, blew my mind. It was called Memento. I knew this was your number one. And then I got another taste of this cat with the prestige, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is incredible. And then they made my dream come true, Thomas. What they tell me. They told you that uh, Batman was cool again. They told me that this man was going to make Batman movies. Okay. And when Tay first uh, submitted this uh, topic, she said, our top five directors excluding Marvel and DC movies. And I said, Chris and Thomas ain't finna pick nobody that directed no. And I said, <laughs> oh. But then I was like, okay, I get it. You think that Christopher Nolan is my favorite director because of Batman. Let me list the movies that don't include my guy, Bruce. <laughs> uh, just right now, I can already tell you there's five great movies that are not Batman related. Inception. I was about to say, that's going to be amazing. Say, Interstellar. Good. Dunkirk. Okay. Oh. The Prestige. Amazing. Memento. Phenomenal. Tenant. That was solid. I still need to see that. And let's not forget that this man made, and I and this is what I told her. I was like, I can't leave him out because it meant so much to my life. He made three movies that made me feel seen as a grown man. Because these brothers literally can tell you that Batman was a huge part of my life growing up. And I had some homies, I ain't gonna name them Lance, that didn't understand why I like Batman so much. It was like, man, you scared of the dark. Why is Batman your guy? <laughs> Makes Christopher sense. Nolan explained it to him, man. If you scared of the dark, who would you want to believe in? Who got your back in the dark? I'll let you away. <gasps> I just love Number it. Where one. are you? Yeah. Also, hot take: Batman Begins is way better than Dark Knight. Just want to go ahead and clear that up again, just in case any of you are still Can wondering. I remind people that I went to see Dunkirk in IMAX theater, and I had to literally leave at one part because the shots and the bangs were so freaking loud. I thought I was going to have a heart attack in that bug, and I had to walk out for a second like, whoo, man, this is getting too intense in this moment. I want to say. I feel like I'm in a shootout right now. I feel like I'm literally in war right now. Let me tell you that when we was was watching that movie, I looked at Tay. I said, this is one of my favorite movies ever. I can already tell. She said, how can you tell? 
I said, because I feel every shot hitting that boat. You feel him, though. And that's a great director. It is ridiculous, though. If you got the right speakers, you you can hear and hear everything. The only complaint I have is that Tom Hardy runs out of gas at the beginning of that movie and then never falls out of the sky. He just glides, makes like four strafing runs. All with no gas going back and forth. And I'm just like, this, that's the only part that makes really no sense. But outside of that, it's good. Uh, Chris, what is your number one, sir? Number one. Number one. I'm an 80s baby, right? Okay. And he probably did his best work in the 80s. We knew he was to be announced. And he did some great work in the 90s. And Thomas missed the movie I love. We talking about Steven. Okay. Spielberg, that is. Number one. Reggie, Number what movie did he one. miss? I didn't hear Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, I said Close Encounters. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah. I said Close Encounters. Okay. Right after Jaws. E.T. Uh, yeah. Spindler's List. You know the kids and I. I kind of like Ready Player One. Did y'all like that? Oh, no, I liked I it. I didn't like but it. I was. I liked it, but I wasn't gonna put a fan service movie on the list of great movies. I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel. I you. didn't like it. I feel like they was biting off a. Of, uh... And then one of my favorite movies of all time. We was watching it in Dallas over the weekend before I was waiting on Keto to come. Raiders of the Lost Ark. I know, so great. I'm sleeping. So on great. Indian. I love Indiana Jones, man. And the color oh. purple. We already know how I felt about the color purple. Oh, See, that's okay. that's the one I left off the list because I'm not a big color purple fan. But uh that's just me. And the one movie I've been caught that before. Watch. And then the one movie I also need to watch from Leonardo. Catch me if you can. Yes. You haven't oh. seen? Oh no. And you tell the other niggas to have homework. And you I ain't watching nothing until Thomas watched Carlito's Way. I would not watch anything else until Thomas watched Carlito's Way. Hey, life. Thomas, let me tell you that when it comes to like, if you can have movie posters, I think Brian De Palma shot that whole movie for movie posters. Yeah. Carlito's Way is one of the cutest movies of all time. But Catch Me If You Can is one of the most propulsive. Like it's you start so that good. movie and you don't when it's over you like what happened to time? Hey, shout out Amy Adams. She's in Catch Me If You Can. Like that movie's so good, dude. It's so Perfect. good. It's so good. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's great. Uh, I I didn't put. I'm not. I don't know. Should we give our honorable mentions or since I want to make us do like six through ten and stuff? Or are we gonna wait? No, I got a serious honorable mention. I need to say right now. <laughs> I got a serious one. We already said Brian De Palma. That was my other serious one because I wanted to set him straight. He did a lot of work. But Thomas had these rules on recency bias. And I understand that. But I want to let, let you know that Paul Thomas Anderson only got number five because he made my favorite movie of all time. Because Denny V was close. That's why I literally said Denny V. I was like, you know, dude, you don't think I want to put him on there? Like, I'm telling you, I do, but I can't. Can I can't say my list? Go ahead, please do. We talking about Arrival. Classic. We talking about Prisoners. Classic. And we talking about Blade Runner. Yeah, bro, you're totally missing one. Two, actually. That hurts me. You're missing... Uh, I can't remember if he directed Enemy or if he directed uh, The Double. 
pretty sure that he directed anime. And he also directed... Um... Oh, man. Sicario? Thank you. Fuck, dude. Like, Oh, geez. is that your movie? I didn't like that. Oh, I love Sicario. I was like, what am I forgetting? I know he's done something. Yeah, Sicario, ladies and gentlemen. Sicario is the movie I was looking for. Okay. The first one. The, the first, first one. one. <laughs> but no, uh, I I have people I would put uh, I would recommend or say, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna give them more justice because we're gonna do we're gonna continue this later. Since Chris was like, no, it's only top five. I'm like, cool. Well, then we're gonna do six through ten. And now we'll do, we're gonna do eleven through fifteen. <laughs> you gotta keep track of who you did one through five. Yep, that's gonna be the best part. Y'all have to do actual research to see who you put for. <laughs> so, all right. With that being said, uh, Chris, we're gonna move on because I know, ladies and gentlemen, Hard Knocks is being filmed as we speak. The training camp's about to open up. Can't wait. You know, Can't wait. You need to have a watch and, party for that, man. And like, like every Hispanic person in the state that I live in, like, I just, I'm letting everybody know it's it's our year. Zach, Zach Let's judge right now, Chris. Is that for us? How I'll you let feel, you. Chris? I'll let you. Decide. I'll let you decide. Hey, then it is for us. I decide. It can't be fuzz if it's true. You can leave that part in. Just <laughs> 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 the way you did it, man. I was just like, oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, then, Chris. Since it's your topic, though, you want to talk about NFL offseason, offseason moves? Yeah, I mean, the, the training camps are starting up this week. I think by this weekend, everybody will be starting up training camp. And, you know, we really ain't talking a lot of NFL over the offseason because, quite honestly, we had a lot of other things to talk about, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shout out Cliff. Exactly. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder what Cliff is up to, man. What up, Cliff? If you actually to listen, man. What up, man? But, uh, yeah, so I think it's time, man. We got training caps coming in. And so I was just thinking about, you know, trying to – get y'all posts on things so first of all the first question i would ask you is what would you say is your favorite off-season move and i'm not just talking cowboys i'm just talking in general if you want to talk cowboys go right ahead okay well there's two answers the first answer is drafting michael parsons uh that's my cowboys answer uh or i guess you could say bringing in dan quinn maybe but we have to wait and see or signing Dak Prescott. There's a lot of good things for the Cowboys that happen this offseason. But the real answer, I think, is the Rams trading for Matthew Stafford, trying to actually get a championship. Uh, will it work? Who knows? But I think that was a very, like, bold move because Jared Goff is trash. I was very excited for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I rooted for the Rams back when the Cowboys were going 5-11 and 11 every year with Dave Campo because they had Kurt Warner and, uh, you know, Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt. And Marshall Fox, that was my team back then. So if they bring those jerseys back, I can root for Aaron Donald and all them, except when they're playing the Cowboys. You know, that's my thoughts. <laughs> what about you, Reg? Well, I'm going to say the biggest move of the offseason. <laughs> you know what I wanted to say, but I'm going to just let that. Uh, you could just imagine that fuzz oh, in no. your head. <laughs> 
just gotta tell me what he's got. Just tell us, and then you confess it when you done. Because the biggest move in the offseason was. I mean, no, I'm just gonna say real. right now that's that's definitely you gotta say that one. <laughs> oh, no, no. That ain't no fuzz. That's real talk. If that ain't a fuzz, I don't know what it. You could definitely let that. But I'm gonna say the biggest move of the offseason, no doubt, is the 49ers drafting Trey Lance. Because honestly, why is drafting a bust a big move? Oh, I don't think he's a bust. First of all, second of all, I think Jimmy G. Was a joke, and I think we all know the 49ers have the best offensive coordinator in the league, but they had a mediocre ass quarterback. And now I think you got a good one on your hands, man. Shout out to Trey Lance, man. I believe in him. I don't, uh, that's okay, you know. I think, uh, he'll do okay, but I think upgrading. From a C minus to a C plus is not worth. Ooh, the disrespect! <laughs> a C plus. Like, what's yours, Chris? Out here, the streets, man. The hatred is real. Um, I'm sorry. Who was my quarterback that I took? What? Who was my quarterback that I took when we did this thing way back when? Who did you take? Remind me. I took Zach Wilson, I believe. Or did you take Zach Wilson? I don't know who I took. It was not. I don't remember. I didn't take no Zach Wilson. I just know I swerved on y'all because y'all thought I was going to take Mac Jones, and I didn't. So, Hold on. I got it right here. Thomas took Trevor Lawrence. I Uh, took Trevor Lawrence. Reggie took Zach Wilson. Also, nobody took Trey Lance. Okay, so he's fair game for you to root for then. That's okay. I can still hate too, so it's fine. You know. Listen at you. <laughs> uh, for me, I by think, the way, Chris, what's yours? I think for me, it's Tennessee again, Julio. Big Are moves. you sure he's gonna be healthy? He's gonna be able to do stuff like that's what I'm concerned about. Hey man, it's like me on Madden the one year when I had DeAndre Hopkins and Julio Jones. Man, you got AJ and you lost, Brown and you got Julio Jones, and you got Derrick Henry that's gonna be wanting and the ball at least Derrick 25 Harris. times a game. Yeah, but you give Ryan Tannehill the help that he need. I like that. I like them saying, hey, we about to try to go for it, man. They going for it. I mean, I think it's a really good move. I just, I wish the best for Julio because it's the AFC and I don't have to worry about them playing the Cowboys. So, I, you know, I want the best for him. If I had to say Cowboys-wise, definitely the favorite move is Dan Quinn. Whatever the hell Mike Nolan was doing, it ain't work. Get the hell up out of there. Don't need that no more. Let's get back to what we released. Now, here's, here's for that. I want to do the flip side of it. What do you think is the worst offseason move that's happened so far? Do y'all understand what's going on in Jacksonville? Yeah, Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne, they're going to take over. Do you think Urban Meyer can win in the NFL? Uh, I think they're going to – I have no idea. I think it's going to chip Kelly. It's going to work for two or three years, and then it's not going to work at all. I don't think it's going to work that. This man was having issues. You got Trevor Lawrence. Think about the issues he was having in college, dog, with with just okay health issues, dog. And now you re- tell me that he's going to go to NFL and go through the stress that I he's will been restate. with grown men. I'll I'll restate. 
I think that they will have success in the playoffs. I don't think they'll have or, sorry, success in the regular season. I don't think they'll have playoff success. But also, Urban Meyer got in trouble because he couldn't follow NCAA rules. Not because he was having issues with players. He don't give a fuck. You can clearly, if you were with Urban Meyer, you can murder fools and still play football. He does yeah, not care man. about rules. But you know he's a control freak, dog. And you can't control grown ass men. Urban Meyer was on AEW. He's clearly, since he had his heart problems, he has calmed down. He can't be a control freak and have heart problems. It's not the same thing. AEW. That makes me feel more like he's. Let's more be clear. <laughs> AEW. The worst move of the offseason. <laughs> I hate to say it, but man, they made it real obvious. The worst move of the offseason was the Houston Texans. Drafting Kyle Trask. If I'm going to say one move is terrible, I'm going to say the other move is terrible. And let's be honest, the second worst move was also in that division when the Colts decided that Carson Wentz was the one like T-Mac. But when Houston, Texas had a, a chance to build a team, they know they're going to have a number one pick next year. I know it. You know it. Everybody in Houston know it. Gerard Taylor about to play a though. quarterback, even though next year we know with the number one pick 2022 draft, Houston, Texas are going to select. You know who it is, X. Chris. Go ahead and say it out of the University, University of, Oklahoma. of Oklahoma. Spencer Rattler, baby. Okay. Chris didn't want to say it. He knew what it was. Y'all really think anyway, what I was going to say is. I think that that is a terrible offseason move. But my real offseason, worst offseason move is Kyle Beasley and DeAndre Hopkins and every other NFL player that didn't get the vaccine. That's the worst NFL offseason move. What the fuck are you doing? Get the goddamn vaccine. You're going to hurt your team. You're going to make your team not win and forfeit games because your dumbass doesn't want to get vaccinated. DeAndre Hopkins, I'm going to retire because I don't feel safe getting the vaccine. Well, you're stupid. Get the vaccine. Get the shot. It's that easy. Like, I don't know how to make this easier for you. Stop being a dumbass. Get a shot. Protect others, not just yourself. You're a moron. I don't care if you're scared of needles. Get a fucking shot. Stop being a baby. That's the thing. I don't want to. I bet some of these players do be getting them needles and all that and taking all them pills. But then you're going to tell me you won't get the shot, man. Come on. Exactly. You can take HGH or steroids. You can smoke weed, but you can't take a shot. Stop being a You have a tennis shot? For real. Yeah. You you went to public schools. You had to get shots. What? Damn, the motherfucker came out. Sick of these idiots, man. Like, these motherfuckers will take a shot for anything but public health. So that's my in my opinion. That's the worst. Again, who's listening? I would just advise you to strongly think about getting vaccinated, please. Because think about it: when that lockdown come back down again, it's gonna be on y'all, not on us. Let's play like that. Think about it. And if you way, haven't got I the would... shot yet, I advise you to. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If you haven't gotten the shot yet, (laughs) if you haven't gotten the shot yet and you are over the age of 13, I would advise you. Simpson ain't easy, say. Buzz, buzz, buzz. All right, Chris, what else you got for us on topics for offseason? What else you want to run through? All right, so we got that out the way. Now, let's talk about. I mean, we. What's your most intriguing thing? Look, you're looking forward to. 
Oh, that's a great question. I would answer that with how long until Justin Fields takes over the starting job for the Chicago Bears and how long until Mac Jones replaces Cam Newton. Does New England give a black quarterback one game to mess up or two before they put the white boy in? (laughs) I'm just curious. And then Chicago, how many bad games do they give the white boy? All 16 before they put the black one in or what? I'm just curious. But to me, those are the two most intriguing things. Other than that, I would say the Cowboys offensive line help, like health. I need that to be be good. Reggie? C, C. I'm very intrigued. Oh, C, C. (laughs) And I think that my most intriguing aspect, it's been brought up before. I want to see what Matthew Stafford looked like with the Rams. You know, for years they said, Matthew Stafford looked bad because he in Detroit. And I said to myself, he has Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> so we about to see what it looked like in L.A., man. How many excuses can y'all make? And it's crazy because I think I really think the biggest issue with Matthew Stafford in Detroit is he never had a run game. And so I think he was looking forward to going to L.A. to have a running game and then Cam Akers is out for the season with a, a torn ACL. Achilles. But you know who's a free agent? Ty Gurley? Don't Amen. say it. Don't say Ty it. Ty Gurley, can he go back? No. Ty Gurley is not a starting at back anymore. I thought anymore. you were going to say A.D. Is A.D. All day. free? I thought yeah, he was a, a football teamer. Nah, he's free. Okay. What team are you least excited to watch? Well, hold on. Before I get to that, my intriguing thing will be there's a couple of the quarterbacks that what's that saying? You got shit to get off the pot? For sure. Uh oh. Is it Tua? No, I won't say Tua yet, but is it Drew Locke? He is one of them. Oh, Drew Luck got to sit there and get off the pot? He is one of them because you already hear rumors that Aaron Rodgers and or Deshaun Watson wants to play in Denver. They got a great defense. Aaron Rodgers or Fuzz wants to play in Denver? That's crazy. I know, right? Yeah, oh, man, now, now you make the first off. Him and Fuzz also wants to play in, in, in Las Vegas, too, I think, too. I think Derek Carr has got his stuff on lockdown. Yeah, but good. I, I don't think Green Bay will trade Aaron Rodgers for four first-round picks. Aaron Rodgers is playing in Green Bay or he's retiring. That's not going to happen. I'm sorry. But the other Green Bay will fire the president and the GM before they let Aaron Rodgers go. Yeah, but the other quarterback that's on my mind is Danny Dimes. Ooh, you think so? Yeah, man. That Why? ain't his team? Man, where are they at, man? They in New York or not? They're in the trash heap. Yeah, but, but they play. They, they don't, play they don't do the that this year. They don't make the playoffs and compete this year. You know, you know the GM and them about to be gone. Look, Chris, you know you that somebody's going to want a new, a new QB? Yeah. Hold on, though. We all know that invisible ropes are horrible things, and people trip over them all the time. So you can't be faulting players for being, like, weird on the field. He helps the Giants lose, so I don't want him to shit it off the pot. I want him to keep being on that pot. Stop talking about that. He's very Eli. He is very Eli. That's a great, that's a great comparison. 
But more but the difference is Eli got to the playoffs. Yeah. Eli had a better team. Uh, yeah. 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 All right. Uh, what did now? What would you say, Thomas? Earlier. Who's the least? I was saying, what's your least favorite team to watch? Like, what team do you not want to like turn on TV? Oh, uh, so um, that's a tough one. Probably this year. Probably gonna be Houston this year. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't want to see Houston on TV one time. When when you when Houston's playing any of those teams in AFC South out there. <laughs> that is a fair point. You're playing London. <laughs> that is a fair point. I can't argue that. I can't argue that. I uh, honestly, I think Denver is probably the team I don't want to see. Like, because I just, I, at least with Houston, I can listen to them talk about the controversy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, and like, you know, overkill, man, it's going to be ridiculous. But I can't, I can't deal with. I'm sorry, I just cannot deal with Denver and then talking about how Denver can be good. All it takes is Drew yeah. Lock or Teddy B to be good. I'm not going to listen to Chris Collinsworth try to tell me how Drew Lock's the best quarterback ever for making this one pass. It's not happening. It's crazy because he has an arm. Like he's he he can if he just get his mind right and actually you know focus on being a quarterback. And not the other stuff. Man. Does that remind you of another Denver quarterback who didn't work out? That's what I was about to say. He's oh. Jay Cutler. <laughs> man, but you know, but Jay just look like I like teammates like Drew Locke. I haven't heard nobody talk cap uh, cap for Jay Cutler, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I definitely would say Houston this year. I was going to say beforehand though. Trust me, if somebody on Red Zone when they had Jacksonville playing, I was like, man, what are we doing out here, man? I tell you, ooh, bless you. I tell you, oh, bless you again. One more. Get them demons out. Oh, yeah, get it. One more. Only four. <laughs> <laughs> the team, ready for the fourth because there's no. Uh-oh. The, team, uh-oh, the team that I'm just like, there it is. <laughs> I think he just avoided me hating on Baker because that's what's about. To I always do four. Oh, you about to hate on Baker? Hold on, do you? Miles, hold on, let him do his thing. Okay. No, I don't get the. I still don't get the hype on Baker. And I don't think he is. I don't what think hype? He's that quarterback that people think that he is. He was the top ten rated quarterback last year. In the last three years. So what is where's it? the hype? There is no hype. He's what good. They team just got good, and guess what? He was there with them, and he was good. You couldn't beat the Chiefs when they had Matt Moore on the field. Hey, listen, the Browns is a, a contender this year. Are they? Or you don't they think they Garrett. contender this year? Or they like the Phoenix Suns before they got Chris Paul? When they're what position are they bad at? Yeah, what? Where are they weak at? Please tell me. The Browns. That's my AFC favorite. To win it, to win the AFC. Yeah. Wow. Better. They haven't gotten there yet, though. Wow. The Chiefs got that old duct tape offensive line. 
Nah, they rebuilt out. They got they got the uh, they got the dude from Baltimore. Yeah, and they and nobody knows each other. They'll get it right. Trust me. <laughs> I believe in the Chiefs. For I believe in Cleveland, man. I believe in because you because what you're telling me is you're telling me Odell's gonna be healthy. You're telling me Jarvis is gonna continue doing what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? You gonna you? I'm gonna telling play. you that last year without Odell, they had one of the best offenses. And again, they they couldn't beat the Chiefs with Matt Moore at quarterback. And their defense is only getting better. And Nick Chubb was hurt last year. Yeah. Nick Chubb wasn't hurt in the playoffs. And their defense is one year older. It takes time. You gotta learn. They have rookie cornerbacks. My boy from Ohio State it takes time. All right, so let's ask the obvious question, man. How y'all thinking the Cowboys looking in the training camp? Because we already hearing some bullshit already. That take Lawrence had back surgery that we didn't know about all offseason. So he's out for a while. He's on the pup list. Greg Zero is uh, also out with a back injury, I believe. Am- Amari Cooper's on the pup list. He's on the pup. Yeah. That's life. He's not serious. He's just, you know, they just trying to be cautious with him or whatever. I'm not worried at all because I didn't yeah. need to know about Demarcus Lawrence back surgery. Dan Quinn needs to know about Demarcus Lawrence back surgery. <laughs> <laughs> and he knew about it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't worried, man. You know, All I know about is... Max because the last great pass rusher that had that was had back issues was JJ Watt. You see how he turned out after he started having back issues. Yeah, Hall of Famer. Anyway, exactly. I'm gonna say this. Yeah, Hall that, of Famer uh, before the back issues, you asshole. <laughs> All I know is that the Cowboys are looking beautiful. I'm not, uh, the defense just needs to be middle of the road, and the offense will take us where we need to go. That's all I'm asking for. It's be middle of the road. You know, if our safeties can get a few turnovers, if our linemen can get a few sacks, if Michael Parsons, Jalen Smith, and Van Der Esch can tackle some people, we'll be set. It'll be beautiful. Uh, you know, and I'm telling you right now, like, I'm, I, I'm just telling you, the way I look at it, NFC Championship, probably where we're looking at, because realistically – you know, if we get there, I'd be okay. You know, if we played a good game and didn't make it to the Super Bowl, okay. But the talent, as long as people stay healthy, I just don't see how. Because the much thing like, that I see most importantly about our team is last year I was worried about the cornerbacks, right? Like the defensive backs. But Dan Quinn's system works where they have assignments. You know what I mean? We're not going to have to worry about. Oh, he was weak that play. He got burnt. It's going to be, did he hold down the area of the field? It was his job to hold down. And I feel like we got the athletes to do that. Yeah. But by that same token, what is the easier defense to play against? Man to man or zone? Zone. Because you can just pick little pockets out and just be like throwing nice stuff in that 10 to 15 yard range. You know, I'm not worried about Daniel Jones. You know, I'm not worried about whoever the racists are playing a quarterback. Yeah, that's what you have to man. worry about is six games. We're going to be playing against Daniel Jones, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Jalen. Yeah. And I feel like that zone defense, what they going to do to it? Ryan Fitzpatrick want to throw a Hail Mary every play. You run a cover two or the cover three? I can't remember. Cover three. I think our I defense is going to be getting turnovers, man. I think if we can get turnovers, I think that'll be the biggest equalizer. 
But honestly, I'm looking pressure. The question is pressure. Yeah. Yes. The best thing though is outside of Tank Lawrence, but my thing is there you go. Really? There you go, big boy. I didn't see anybody like on the offensive line on the injured list or on the pup list. So that's to me, Dak and the offensive line are my biggest worries. If those things are all set up, Zeke should have a better year. Our defense will be able to be on the on the sidelines longer so they can rest and be fresher. They won't be tired as much. That was the problem. So we had too big a drop-off last year when Andy Dalton and Garrett Gilbert and Danucci and all them were playing. Like, Dak will keep the offense on the field so the defense can stay fresh because that's why they kept getting burnt because they were just tired. You know, But I'm feeling good. Our but biggest worry on the team is big fatty on defense. Who's the big fatty on defense? We uh, running cover three. Hill. We need a big fatty to be in the middle on the Mr. Hill's line. on the pup list, so let's see what Gallimore going to do. Yeah, what do we do? Is Gallimore the answer? Gallimore, Tristan Hill, and uh, who did we sign somebody? I can't remember if we signed somebody or drafted somebody. Jeremy's screaming at the podcast. We drafted, yeah, we, we got dra- blah, blah, blah in the fourth round. We drafted Quentin Bohanna from Baylor, defensive tackle. I think the biggest thing that we did, um, real talk or not, we did, but what's going to help us the most is getting our offensive line back, like we were talking about. Like, just the fact okay. that we're getting uh, Tyron back healthy. We're getting your boy, uh, 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 who am I missing? Uh, shoot, the right guard. He's going to be back. Uh, Leo Collins. Hey. And who's the other one? I'm missing the right guard's name. See, Jared really going to be screaming right now. Yeah, Connor McGovern. Oh, not mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I can't think of his name. Zach, Zach Martin. Martin. Okay, shout out, Zach. Sorry, Zach. Future Hall of Famer. I'm over here forgetting your name, man. But I think when we get that short up, that's going to like to say help Zeke. Definitely going to help Dak. And then I'm interested. I guess my most intriguing thing with Cowboys is what's your boy CD going to do? Is he going to take the throne now? Is he going to say I'm the man or is he still he about to be the best wide receiver in the NFL? Ooh. He was the best wide receiver in college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let the Lord speak. My nigga was over there eating. Hey, I want, I want the Lord... <laughs> The whole world to know that Thomas was over there eating a crab leg. Yeah. While, was- <laughs> While you took Yo, your shot it. earlier. Okay. I took a shot hey. in peace. Buzz. Anyway. Sometimes people get hungry. Anyway, I was saying this. <laughs> that uh, CD is going to step up. I think he's going to morph into one of two things. Is it going to morph into DeAndre Hopkins? Or is it going to morph into Tyreek Hill? Depends on how fast he wants to be. But he's great. He's phenomenal. He could be- I think Michael Gallup's going to leave at the end of the year because he'll be unnecessary and we can spend money on other players. So let's get a championship this year so Michael Gallup can be a cowboy with a championship. Okay. So we better win the division. That's bare minimum. because We love trash. you, Alvin Harper. You're a cowboy for life. Yeah, Alvin Harper, Calvin Hill, all you guys matter. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy. My main prediction is the Cowboys are going to go 11 to 5. Uh, and then we're going to go. That's not a thing anymore. 17 games. Ew. Fine. Uh, 12 and 5. That's well, gross. <laughs> that's, that's... Okay. Okay. 
Ew, I feel so gross. Like, I hate that sounds weird games. to say. I'm thinking 11 and 6. What you think, Reggie? I'm going to go with 12 and 5. Okay. Yeah. And I haven't looked at the schedule. So that's, we, that's I guess that's where we have to do one of these pies, like before the season starts. We'll break Yeah, down. we'll do the records to be announced. Yeah, yeah. We'll do the for real ones. I was, that's how I'm feeling early. But off the top of my head, four hard knots. Because we're playing, uh, we're playing. Okay. Uh, what division are we playing this year? The uh, uh, what division are we playing this year? All the uh, AFC. What? We probably, yeah, we're playing the AFC West, West right? Yeah. We, we probably been playing the worst divisions because we, as the NFC East, had to be the absolute worst division. Yeah, in well, we're playing. We're playing the best division in the AFC. I would say because I think the AFC West is the best division. Why do you think that? Well, you got the Chiefs. You got – I think Denver still can be competitive. I think the Chargers are not. better than what they are. And I think the Raiders are still going to be competitive. The Raiders are probably the toughest uh, team that the Chiefs played in the regular season. Yeah, that's four good teams, man. I think you're vastly underselling the AFC North with Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield, and Ben Roethlisberger. Pittsburgh ain't going to do shit, and Cincinnati still ain't ready. Wasn't Pittsburgh undefeated for a long time? Literally 11-0 last year. And then they got found out, and it was a wrap. (laughs) When Ben couldn't throw the ball anymore, it was a wrap. Ben couldn't throw the ball and now he's about years to get the ago. Peyton Manning, Drew Brees year where he's pushed the ball in and, and hoping, hoping that somebody can catch the, the shot ball. put year. Man, the shot put year. This this gonna be the running year with Najee Harris taking over. It's gonna be the let's just have a running back take over and then we'll get another championship. Terrell Davis gonna be in the house. That's what's about to happen. <laughs> they gonna need something, maybe. That's for sure. All right. So my final say is a thousand. Oh, time for. The final say. So with that being said, I'm going to probably go last because mine's going to be hella positive. So why don't y'all talk about y'all's final uh, says first? But let me get to mine then because I'm definitely negative. Uh-oh. <laughs> this definitely struck a nerve. Uh-oh. More hobos. Got to talk about. I was going to talk about something else and then this bullshit came out yesterday. Texas and OU wants to go to the SEC. Uh-oh. Man. In a way, I don't want it to happen. Because that means it's the end of the Big 12. And we all know the Big my alma mater ain't going to the SEC. The Big unless, 12 is already in. they want KU and then they make them take us. But other than that, I have no doubts they're not going to want us. So, in a way, it's just going to be pretty much the end of the Big 12 as we know it. But, in a way, I kind of want it to happen. Because you know what? Has anybody else left their conference been successful? Think about it. Think about it for a second, ladies and gentlemen. Nebraska so badly wanted to lead the Big 12. How are they doing in the Big 10? Colorado. I understand why they went to the Pac-12. They wanted to be in the Western time zone because they recruit most of the stuff in the West anyway. Okay, I get that, even though I wish you say, but I kind of get that. But what have they done really in the Pac-12, huh? Mizzou. Yeah, y'all been to two Southeast Conference championship games when everybody else sucked. Now that everybody's back, like Florida and Georgia, what are you doing? Not a thing. 
Let's not talk about OU South Carolina went down one second. Missouri went. So imagine that. If Arkansas and South Carolina started sucking because Texas A&M and Missouri came to the league, guess what's about to happen now when OU and Texas come into the league? It's going to be other teams that's going to be down. But most importantly, I don't think Texas and OU understand what they're about to get into it with. Because I think Texas A&M realized, yeah, we want the money, but we ain't going to win shit. And that's what I think they're going to realize. I think they're going to realize, especially Texas, especially Texas, that it's better to just be the big dog in the conference where you were because you definitely going to get ate up once you get into the SEC. I already see it coming now. They think that's what they want, but I don't think it's really what they want. And another message for Maryland. Why the hell are y'all in the Big Ten? If we're really going to do these realignments where it's going to be super conferences, then y'all asses need to be back in the ACC and not in the Big Ten. Y'all are definitely fraud, the biggest frauds at all for what y'all did. Y'all were a charter school of the ACC. Y'all should definitely be ashamed of yourselves. Chris, say, for the record, uh, OU and Nebraska and all them joined the Big 12. Oklahoma joined the Big 12. Texas joined the Big 12. The, S- the SWC, Southwestern Conference, gone. Big 8, gone. All these things are talking about, all these conferences are made up. Southeastern Conference didn't used to exist. You're talking nonsense. <laughs> Every school moves to change conferences. Uh, also, that's not the case. It seems they're going to go down, they're going to go further down. Vanderbilt, Kentucky, Arkansas. Okay, but, y'all, okay, but, okay, but let's put it out there. Y'all OU fans, y'all realistically think that y'all going to really compete in the SEC and win championships there because y'all wouldn't even win championships in the Big 12. First off, first off, we would be in we the West. We won championships. You First won off, dude, one. Two. But anyway, we'll be in the West. You won one in y'all lifetime. Yeah, my life. Well, Jason White, yeah, I guess one. It's okay, though. Regardless, what I'm saying is that we competed. We would be in the West. The only competitor we have is LSU. They're not, we're not being in the East with Alabama or Georgia. Or Auburn Doesn't or any matter. of them. Can you and on top of the fact you win these SEC on top of that, yes. yes, we have beat them before. And in the yes. college playoff semifinal, we lost in double OT to Georgia. That is actually a close game. What are yes. you talking about? Did you win? Granted, no. Okay. Because our defense at the time are you the, did aren't not you the have guy who subscribes to if you're not first, you last. Ain't that you? Yeah, that is the case. But okay. by the same token, uh, what conference is K State going to? Yeah, K State would be begging the Big Ten to let them in, and they're gonna end up in the Pac 12. <laughs> I said my piece, I told you how I, I admitted how K State, yeah. Was. Hey man, I could ride for K State, but, but I ain't gonna bold. let you talk we'll down on a real college bold. football we'll all, program. We'll, we'll all be eight and four together, my brother. We'll all be eight and four together. Are you out your mind? You think you'd be eight and four in the SEC? Are you high? We're not going to be in the SEC. Pac-12 or AAC? Yes. Mountain West Conference? K-State, here you come. Nah, in the Pac-12, you think you'll be 8-4? Yes. Who are you going to be beating? Because I don't if see Utah, you really. Utah can win in the Pac-12? K-State, yes. Utah won when they had good players. Otherwise, they always get spanked. What are you talking about? Yes, and they've been winning since Urban Meyer been there. So what are you So you mean about? like? If y'all had like Alex on your team, yeah, like the number one player, like, in the- like when we had <laughs> team and we were one win away from going to a national championship too, yeah, we can we can get there again. It can happen. Yeah, 
Uh, we get happen. there all the oh, time. By the way, we almost one made way, that. We almost one made a away from BCS National Championship is where I live. We almost made a. We almost made a BCS with Cal, uh, Colin Klein. So don't forget that either. Almost. Yes. We actually made BCS games. Yeah. <laughs> and playoff games. And always lose them. Hey, we didn't always. <laughs> and lose you BCS try to blame games. the Big Twelve for why we can't win one. No. Big game. I never, only I never uh, blame the Big Twelve. Big game Bob was like, play up P, give yourself a nickname. You only won one. He didn't call anyway, himself Big Game Bob. That was somebody else. Anyway, and, Reggie, what's and, your final say? The BCS championship ain't the only big game. And I'm going to lay it down just like this. My final say is not positive. It's not negative. It has to do with the NBA champions. Hey, that's my positive. That's a positive I want to talk about. Because who picked the Bucks? This guy. Yes, I, I want did. everybody to know that the Greek freak has a weird basketball game that is hard to get used to. A forward that only shoots shack shots. And then you're talking about the middleman who's here or he's there. Then you talk about Drew Holiday. The middleman. Some around. people say didn't always show up. But I want everybody out there to know we have to respect. Did they play the Suns who didn't have no business being there? Yes. Did they have no business being there because Kevin Durant stepped on the line and because of injuries to various Sixers and Nets? Yes, but think about the teams of the past. Think about the Spurs that beat the Knicks when OJ was fleeing. Was that the Spurs or was that the Rockets? <laughs> think about them horrible teams. Think about when Definitely not the Spurs. Think about the Spurs. I just want to shit on the Spurs. Think about the Spurs championship when their third best player was off the bench. Think about <laughs> the Miami championship in 2006. It wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for a gambling alcoholic referee. <laughs> Think about the championships that happened in the 50s where niggas was watching the game in the stands and smoking a cigar. Think about the championships that happened in the 80s. When Look at Giannis. Look at the middleman. Look at Drew Holiday and give him respect and, and say, listen, I respect your title. Because you know what we did? We respected that Raptors title. And I, it's some people that I know that respected the Raptors but won't give the Bucks no love. And I'm That's like, fun. hey, what what's would the happen? difference? What would have happened if they didn't get the ring? We'd be killing them right now. So can we not give them love for winning? Yeah, you got to give them love. The only thing that bums me out is now Giannis is definitely staying in Milwaukee forever because he at least got one. So the Mavericks ain't getting the European connection. We ain't getting Giannis. We that bums never me out. Giannis. But uh, speaking of things that are great, my thing's only positive. So I'm on AEW. So I went and saw it last night. Uh, hey, Amen. Uh, I hope my brother MDK MDK. Yep. I hope my brother Reggie watched the whole show. It was great. 
It's top to bottom. Where was it in? Yeah. Oh, it was uh, at Curtis. No, it was at Curtis Colwell in Garland. Oh. Uh, it was nice. It's real nice. Uh, got myself a nice shirt. Got myself a little bag. I was bummed. A lot of the merch I wanted to get was not there. It was like, hey, we got like five or six different options for you for shirts. We got, you know, action figures. We got this, that, and the other. I was like, damn, wish you had more. Anyway, uh, there was a phenomenal show. Chris Jericho beat Sean Spears. And then Nick Gage came out, which was awesome. King of Deathmatch Wrestling. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see him wrestle, but I did get to see him. It was great. Awesome. Amazing. Uh, and I, I want to shout out MJF for the line <laughs> of the night. He said, what do you call a pretty woman in Dallas? A tourist. <laughs> I take it he's a heel. That is good. Oh, yeah, he's definitely he, still. He's, he's the heel. He's the heel, yeah. Anyway, and so uh, then I went to go to the uh, get drinks in the line. And I missed the next two matches. So I missed uh, a drink. <laughs> Frank, Frankie Kazarian versus Doc Gallows. Not mad about that. And he missed That's Orange been, Cassidy. Nah, I got to see Orange Cassidy in a match, but I missed Orange oh, okay. Cassidy as a you know valet because I missed the Wheeler Yuta match versus Darby Allen. But guess what? I give no fucks about Darby Allen. So that may, I mean, but it, you it got to see no Sting and Orange Cassidy have the fight of the century. Yeah, I saw that on the replay uh, today. But what I did get to see, actually, Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose for the Women's Championship. That was amazing. Uh, Britt Baker made Nyla tap in the middle of the ring, clean as a whistle. It was great. Keep that up. DMD is great. Phenomenal. All time. Then, uh, I'm trying to think what, like, you know, there was uh, the final triangle. match. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Death Triangle and uh, Andrade had a big promo off. Where Pac and Phoenix and Penta came out, and then Chavito came out. Chavo Guerrero Chavito. came out. Uh, is Andrade's new uh, personal consultant? That's great. We all went crazy for Chavo. It was great. Great to see him. Uh, trying to think what other matches happened because I know there was at least. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> the Blade fought Orange Cassidy, so I got to see Orange Cassidy actually do his thing. That was amazing. Uh, taking just crazy bumps all over the place. There was specifically one move where uh, Blade picked up Orange Cassidy and basically like dropped him on the turnbuckle, but had like a chair there. Oh, yes, brutal. it was brutal. Like it, like it, it was. Oh, Orange don't Cassidy sleep on the main him. event. Oh, also, I'm building to that because that's that was, dude. Uh, anyway, yeah. So then we got to see a bunch of cool stuff, and then at the end, though. John Moxley versus Lance Archer, Texas Death Match for the IWGP World United States Heavyweight Championship. And surprise, surprise, for the first time in the history ever, I, NJPW let, let one of their titles change hands, not in Japan. That's right. I couldn't believe I got, to, I got to watch an actual Japanese World oh Heavyweight Championship That's change so hands. I know. I told everybody. I was. Like, I know you don't think show. it's a big deal, but it's a big deal that he watched the Japanese title switch hands in Dallas, Texas, in person. And that, and it was like Lance Archer. Dude, it was a great match. Lance Archer won by choke slamming John Moxley 
through two tables covered in barbed wire and he and you get counted out because there's only KO or submission. And obviously, how the fuck are you going to get back up if you're in bed and some barbed wire and shit? So, oh, dude, it's great. Lance Archer, everybody was like, oh, man, like Moxley's going to win. Everybody was like cheering for Moxley because, you know, Cody came out before the show and talked to the crowd and stuff. And he was like, how many people think Mox is going to win? And it was so loud. And they were like, how many people are going to think Lance Archer's going to win? And it wasn't quite as loud. And I wanted to be like, hey, all you guys do know that Lance Archer's from Dallas and you don't lose in your home city when you wrestle. Like, did you not know that? Like, Lance Archer. And I was like, Lance Archer's not beating John Moxley. Okay, motherfucker. And at the end of the show, when Lance Archer beat John Moxley, and I was fucking going crazy. And everybody was like, oh my God, I was rooting for them the whole time. I was like, don't make me kill you. You sit back down right now. You don't get to stand. You sit your ass back down. But it was great. I loved it. And then uh, to take a peek behind the curtain, because, uh, you know, there's everybody's getting the uproar. Because Tony Khan talks about how they don't have a performance center like WWE. And so they shoot dark and elevation before and after Dynamite. So we get to watch all that stuff for free, just for paying to see Dynamite. And everybody thinks that was a dig at WWE. And it's like, that's just a statement of fact. Uh, Drinking wrestling matches. I just people see people just consuming beer. Yeah. Oh no, there's there was lots of liquor too. Beer, liquor, you know, whatever you want, basically. If you it drink the no- liquor at your wrestling match, you're doing too much. Drink beer. But the, it's Dallas. There's liquor everywhere. But I will say this though. So I got I was Don't very happy. Late, they close at nine. <laughs> because <laughs> I got to see uh because I had dark elevation afterwards and stuff. So I got to see Cody. I got to see you know, everybody I wanted to see. And then right afterwards, I got to see them tape Dark Elevation. And I got to watch Jungle Boy wrestle. That was amazing. That was great. Uh, I could, yeah, Orange Cassidy, Jungle Boy. The only person I didn't get to see was Ethan Page. But other than that, this was like one of the greatest shows you could ever ask for. Uh, so anybody listening, please, for the love of God, go check out AEW. You know, it was great. It's great. It's, oh, and live wrestling is the best, man. And just for the record, uh, AEW hasn't officially, officially confirmed it, but it's pretty much done deal that uh, are going to come to AEW. So, I'm buzzing yeah. all that. That's rumors and innuendo. Hey, Reggie. <laughs> hey, Reggie Raw is going to be here Monday. Shout out. Don't shout out Raw. That's a terrible show now. New day. I guess John Cena's back. Yeah, the new day gonna be in appearance. John Cena probably be there. You about to get live. You going? No. Unless they want to throw me some tickets. They throw you some tickets, she'll be there in a minute, huh? Yes. As far as donations, no. I'm trying to get down there for Labor Day to watch K-State play Stanford. And it may be a future Pac-12 game. Yeah, that's fair. Get down here, and then we'll come up there, and you can come meet us at Reggie's house, you know, end of August. It'll be Everybody great. Everybody stay away from Reggie's house. I know. I have to rent a hotel room. That's so sad. Uh, yeah. Why? You got Thomas's room wide open. Oh, you bringing <laughs> all the kids Wichita. and the dog? Talk about Wichita. I don't know who else is coming with me for that, because they don't really care about K-State like I do. So. Well, either way. Ethan never leaves his mom, so now they go. All right. Hey, we about to wrap this up, though. Let's do it. It's past Reggie's bedtime. Man, I feel like death. Why you playing? Why you capping? Make sure y'all follow us. Subscribe. Follow. Subscribe. Follow. Rate. Review. 
Send time. Like, put comments, like, comment, share, share, share. Thomas, oh, oh, we got the German. Oh we got German. I know. Um, I almost forgot. Yeah, we, shout out German. Germany, our, we got a fan in Germany. You know, Germany's my international team. I really hope our Euro talk is what got you, you know, come in and listen to us on a regular basis. But yeah, shout out Germany. Let us know where you're from in Germany. I yeah, shout email out Thomas. Card. You know, oh, also, fun fact, I did log in to Twitter during, uh, ooh, during game six of the Bucks when they were winning. And uh, yeah, so now I've, I've logged in. You can feel free to follow me. Did you join the chat, Chris? Oh, yeah, y'all don't pay attention. I responded to that already, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, y'all gotta pay attention. But, yeah, hit me up, Cynthia's King. Uh, Also, please check out uh, Unqualified Observers. We dropped our second episode, dropping our third episode tomorrow. Uh, It'll be great. You know, it's me on Boy Kellum. Otherwise, you know, hit me up in the real life. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you check me out on the Playmaker Show, 3 to 7, Monday through Friday on Hot 3 Jams, KPRS Kansas City, kprs.com. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Playmaker316. Holla at me. And, of course, you know, just keep following for the moves. You never know what's going to come out here in the new future, man. I need to come with a second podcast like these knuckleheads over here. You know what I'm talking about? So I'm working on something. I'm figuring it out. And of course, it's Rich. You know the spiel, baby. It's live from this yes. for the music and live from that, that for the merch. Yeah, straight up. And, and otherwise, leave me alone. Leave him alone, exactly. <laughs> My word. The most anti-social. That should be the name of y'all next album. Like, anti-social. This hey, motherfucker My favorite this. line from we did our favorite directors. My favorite line. My favorite movie. I don't understand what there is to like about people at all. I thought you were going to say, see, my problem is I don't like people. Okay. <laughs> I have I a competition in me. Yeah. I thought he was going to just bust out some Master P. Look, I don't know you and I ain't trying to get to know you. <laughs> okay, this ain't Toys for Tots. Oh. This is the man who told his own brother that he was not welcome to come stay at his house. I'd rather if he didn't. But let's listen, as the little brother, <laughs> the truth is, I don't give a fuck and I'm gonna show up anyway. Because what's I'll he gonna do? Turn me away. Exactly. You've been I'll never get a hotel right. room in Kansas City. <laughs> Make space. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm about to say, I think the only time Reggie stayed in the hotel room was when Dad hooked it up with the uh, we for us. We went to Oklahoma State. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, and the otherwise. other times I had a hotel room buzz. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely, he would have been like, hey, girls, does this couch pull out to a bed or what? Because I'm trying to say. <laughs> All yes. right. Speaking of well, buzz. It, I'm out. All right. I'm out. <laughs> Later. Later.